Greetings and welcome to the Hard Sun Podcast. It is March 11th, 2021. This is Mike Mazzola, your host. It is a Thursday and I live in Colorado Springs. I'm at my kitchen table. I live on the west side of town near the, the historic district, Old Colorado City. I have a view of Pikes Peak out of my kitchen window. It's a beautiful place to live. This week in the news in Colorado, there's a big storm coming this weekend, a late winter storm. We usually get one or two of these in March or April every year. And they often can dump as much as four or five feet of snow in the foothills of Colorado. It's really spectacular. As long as everyone stays safe, they're actually fun to be a part of. If you listen to the first four episodes of this show, I'm, I'm new to this. There have just been four episodes. I started in December of last year. It was just me talking, discussing some incredible spiritual experiences that I've had. These were messages from beyond the proof, the great white light, the universe, God. And it was just me talking, kind of expressing what happened to me, how I felt about it, a series of events, series of events that led to these awakening experiences. And ultimately though, the show is about the stories of others. I wanted to tell my story to, to get it out and to, to share it. But I but long term, I want to interview others who have had who have been in similar situations and are on their own spiritual path, ask them what they've experienced, listen to their stories, talk about their growth, their spirituality, and how they interpret interpret these happenings. After my own experiences about two years ago, I was scared to death to talk about it with others. As you can imagine, I had, if you listen to the episodes, I had crazy things happening where my radio turned on spontaneously, messages from people in the past who had passed away. Um, you could imagine in your group of friends trying to talk about something like that when you're normally just talking about sports or the weather or the news to insert something like that is rather scary. And so I talked to just a few people in the first year or so of them happening. And one of them happens to be the guest today. And uh, her name is Daniela Galvan, a long-term friend. And we've known each other for, for 20 years. And I'm really excited for her to be the very first guest on the, on the Hard Sun podcast. I want five years from now for us to have heard hundreds and hundreds of stories of wonderful people from wonderful people and to be in shock and in awe of what we hear. And it's just a real delight today to be able to sit across the table from my friend, discuss this, open our, our minds and our hearts and our souls just to talk as friends and to share it with the public because the two of us have had a few conversations and we've kind of blown each other's minds of how similar our situations have been. And I'm really excited to share. Okay, well, welcome to the show. I am here with my very first guest ever on the Hard Sun podcast. I have, uh, I started this a few weeks ago and I've done maybe four episodes of just me talking and to explain uh, the the spiritual experiences I've had and to kind of discuss, you know, what has happened and, and kind of lay the groundwork for the show. 
But ultimately, the show is about interviewing others and listening to their experiences and building a catalog of people that have had these profound spiritual interventions to visit with the public about, to discuss, and to hopefully shine a light for all of us of what's what's possible in the world and to, to uh, allow us to tap into who we really are. So today, my very first guest is Daniela Galvan, who is a friend of mine here in Colorado Springs. How are you today? Hi, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me here today. Yeah. So we've been friends for probably 20 years now. Very close to that, yes. Yep. I used to be in the real estate business. You're currently in the real estate business. I was an appraiser and a broker in town. You're a broker and I would do appraisals for you. Uh, relatively small town in a way where we all kind of know each other. And we became friends a long time ago. Yep. And stayed connected ever since. Yeah. Yeah. I left the business maybe 10 years ago, but every once in a while, we've always grabbed lunch and um, stayed in touch. We might not talk for a few months, but all of a sudden one of us will text the other to check in. And I think we've just had a good, good friendship over the years. I think really friendship is what is what survived. We maybe started as colleagues, maybe started as like crossing business with each other, but I think really friendship is what survived in the end and is what's connecting us now. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think uh, maybe it was, was it two years ago now that I bumped into you? I hadn't seen you in a while and we were catching up and you were asking how I was doing. I think we had lunch and and you said we were we were just catching up randomly and I said you know, I'm having, I've been having some weird kind of crazy spiritual experiences. And the instant I started talking about it, your eyes became really big. Um, and you looked at me like, oh my gosh, um, like it, like a light bulb was there. And then you very quickly started talking about your experiences. And then we were both just floored that we had had these similar situations. And so it, it started, was that two years ago? How long ago was that? It was a little longer than two years ago. And I remember that conversation. Yes. Yeah, it was, it was, it was shocking. And I think we left each other that day going, oh my gosh. Like, well, I think I was just surprised because I knew that I have had incidents like that and experiences like that, but I didn't know of anyone else who did. And so when the conversation led to it and you expressed and, and helped me understand some of yours, I was just blown away thinking, wow, so I'm not the only one that this is happening to. That's that's crazy. I I remember being scared to say it to you because I think I maybe only told a couple of people in my life. And mm-hmm. for some reason, I just kind of spilled that out to you. And then we, you know, we started connecting about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was super interesting because some of it felt similar to what, what some of my experiences have been, but it's definitely in, in the same kind of a, um, set up and it's it's in the same it serves as the same purpose really yeah yeah well let's um we've gonna we're gonna you're the first ever guest and so <laughs> we're, we're we're figuring this out together but essentially we've come up with a series of five questions that we want to kind of be the foundation for the show and this may change over time as we evolve but let's let's get started with that with that um right now All right. So Daniela, question number one, who are you? Tell us about yourself. My name is Daniela. My last name is Galvan. I was born in Eastern Europe, now living in the US. 
I'm married and the mom of two girls. I run a real estate company and I'm a real estate broker in Colorado Springs. Awesome. What do you what do you like to do with your family or for fun? Mostly I think we like to just hang out together. Um, if it's a Sunday afternoon barbecue, if it's movie nights, if it's somebody's birthday, we just like to bounce energy off of each other and spend time together. That's probably my favorite time to spend. Yeah. And you're from you're from Europe. You're from Eastern Europe. I am. I was born and raised in Romania. Um, so we already have a different belief system than I think most people in the Western world. Um, but I've been in the U.S. now for almost 20 years. Wow. That's, do you enjoy, I mean, do you enjoy living here? Maybe you adjusted well? It's been 20 years, it's a long time now, but, but you, your, 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 your children were born here and you're, this is your home. It is, it is now. And yes, I love it here. I mean, I can totally understand why anybody would want to come and live in the U.S. And one of my children was born in Europe and then my second one was born in the U.S. This is definitely our home. They've grown up here. They go to school here. One's an adult now, so she's establishing her life here. And um, I'm just one of those lucky and appreciative people that had the opportunity to come here and live a good life. No, it's wonderful. And I've shared your story with other friends over time, just bumping into people. I've always been amazed that it's like a true immigrant story where you moved here in the last 20 years, you've worked incredibly hard and you're a very successful owner of a real estate company, property management and sales. And it's a testament to America and, you know, come here and work hard and, and things can happen for you. Oh, I absolutely agree. The opportunities offered in this country are just not to be compared with anywhere in the world. Um, so I think anything that I was able to do is a contribution to what is possible in this country for sure. Awesome. Okay, Daniela, question number two. You told us who you are, but now if you could tell us who you really are. <laughs> yes, my whole life I've been um, more of a spiritual person than maybe um, a person that fits into a structured religion. Um, and so really who I am is someone who is looking to find out who I was before I took on a human personality and who we truly, really all are. Wow. Can you say a little more about that? Um, like before, before you became human form, like what do you mean by that? I feel like there's just so much more to this life than us waking up in the morning, going to our jobs, coming home, cooking dinner, um, raising a family or paying a bill. And my whole life, I was interested in what else is that more? What else is out there? And what does that more entail? And how does that make me different than just the human being that has a name and has a job and has a car and has a family? Um, so I am that spiritual person. Wow. When you say you've always been that way, like always as a child, or when do you feel like that developed for you? As a child, I don't think I knew the difference. Right. I think as a child, I was just open to exploring and just living through whatever was there. And then maybe into 
early adulthood when you know life gets hard sometimes and you start to feel that there's just a routine sinking in and then the question just kept coming there has to be more there has to be more and it didn't feel like a better career or better friends or a newer car not that kind of more more to life more to what we know more to everyday's experiences so that put me on a path to explore what that more is do you feel like that more was that a voice in your head like like you're you're moving through life and you're going through day you know like in the first few episodes when i was talking about my experiences these things would happen and then it's like well you got to get groceries you got to do laundry you got to go to work you got to raise your kids where was this theme kind of nagging at you as you were starting to develop those thoughts do they kind of appear one day or was it just kind of always kind of a seeking kind of feeling where you know um gosh, you know, I'm just like, you're just a wonder, wondering. For me, it was more of a seeking and it wasn't as much a voice in my head as more as a, as a spiritual or an intuitive uh, message. And, and it's, it's not even like something's talking. It's almost something that you know, or you have to know. Mm. And then the, the seeking became stronger and maybe the um, the urge to learn more became bigger. And so then as the year progressed, I started moving into that direction by searching for more information um, towards that and to um, learning more and more what I'm connecting with and, um, and really what else is out there. It's beautiful. Well, this is great. So... Prior to the show, we visited and you had a couple of experiences you had that are similar. And this is how we connected on this originally. Really kind of awe-inspiring, wild things that happen that are undeniable. Um, can you talk about those experiences? Sure. Um, I think, so both of these happened after 2011. Um, I had a sibling, an older sister. She was only two years older than I am. And she died young. So in 2011, she was only 35 and passed away suddenly, um, which was something that kind of shook myself and my entire family. Once um, we kind of got over the shock um, is when these experiences started to surface for me. And um, probably the biggest ones that are sticking up in my mind right now that I can mention is my sister had two favorite songs. Um, it was it was something that she would listen to when she was happy, when she was sad, when she got a new job, when we were celebrating. I mean, everybody in my family knew, and those songs are connected and will be forever connected to her. And uh, on several occasions, I remember driving myself to work. Sometimes I was just at home with the radio on in the background. Sometimes I was with company in someone else's house, and there was a radio playing. And on many occasions, more than I can count, um, there, her song would come on. Initially, I just thought, wow, this thing is going popular again <laughs> after 30 years of off air. Um, but I started to realize it wasn't the song becoming popular again, because in some instances, the radio DJ was in the middle of a story or it was a weather report running and it cut into the song starting um, and it comes with an energy where it just makes you feel emotionally um, present um, at times it, it can give you goosebumps 
And so when that happened many times in other people's houses, in other people's cars, I realized that it wasn't the song. It wasn't something that was a coincidence that may have happened to anybody else. This is something that happened that was strong and it occurred over and over and over again. And now she's been gone for almost 10 years and that still happens till today, even though nobody listens to radio anymore. Um, but if I'm at a dealership having my tires changed and the radio comes on, the song comes on. Oh my gosh. I didn't, we talked just briefly about it. We a couple of times you've mentioned it in passing, but again, this isn't just, oh, your sister's favorite song just kind of comes on the radio and reminds you of her. It's actually the DJ being interrupted yes. during the radio. So you're listening to a local radio station, you know, 94.2, XM, whatever. Um, and then this song just appears like in the minute. It just breaks into the broadcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure the local people that listen to your podcast like know the show, but 99.9 in the mornings they do this this podcast where they're kind of calling people out for cheating and it's it's a particular broadcast and they, they aired and you know people love to listen to because people get embarrassed on that show we can be in the middle of that show and the song kicks on oh my gosh and you say and so it's also happened in friends' cars. It is. Or, or friends' houses. Friends' houses. Mm -hmm. So friends' house, what would be an example? They have their radio on in the mm -hmm. background? Yeah. We're sitting around. It's a small group, eight to ten people, um, having a glass of wine, talking with each other. Um, the, the radio is running, and there's a song after song. There's a voice in the background, and out of nowhere, it changes, and the song comes on. doesn't mean anything to anybody else in the room, but I hear it, and it's there in, in the middle of everything. And so you say it's happened a lot over the last 10 years. How would you, what would you estimate? How many times? More than a hundred times. Oh my God. Oh yeah. And it was um, so often in the beginning that it, it started to scare me right. because I didn't know if, if it was like normal and it was something that um, was maybe scary or creepy. Um, I, I'm not scared anymore and it's not quite as intense, but it never stopped. Oh my gosh. That's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. And anybody, if anyone has listened to the show, the, the pilot episode that I did, I had a, uh, an experience where my radio turned on spontaneously from the off position. And it was a, it was a time in my life where I was struggling and it was sending a message. Um, I think, and I've talked to other people and this radio thing has actually happened to some other friends and people that I bumped into but this is these you would say these are this is an undeniable situation of it's not just random your your and I, I've just said this, but it's not just random your sister's favorite song and you're thinking about her, but it's too many times of it interrupting shows. So many times yeah. interrupting shows. It, it's almost as if I was switching channels, but I didn't. Um, even if it's a commercial, they're talking about diapers, it cuts and it goes to the song. Yeah. That happening should and that's that what you're saying is the premise of this show it should just bring us to our knees in humility um let's let's we could talk about this for a long time but let's go on to that second mm -hmm. second set of uh, second story that you have yeah so so this too started after my sister passed away um the house that i've been living in with my family we've been there for close to 20 years now um, it came with a large ceiling fan in the master bedroom but it doesn't have a light connected to it so 
Um, the whole time that we've been living there, we maybe have turned on that ceiling fan twice and it was probably to get it cleaned um, or to check on it. We don't use that ceiling fan. It's not something out of our daily routine. And uh, within a couple of months of my sister passing, it, I was alone in the house. There was nobody else there to flip a switch. And I would moving would be moving from room to room or level to level, um, stepping out of a bathroom, the ceiling fan was on. Coming home after work, the ceiling fan was on. Um, and so it, it was to a point where um, I, I thought maybe something's wrong with the electrical panel, something's wrong with the switch, but it isn't. It's, it's perfectly fine. Not only did the ceiling fan come on, but when it would come on, my pets would leave the room. Wow. Um, and they wouldn't come back until the ceiling fan went off. And so that, that was another indicator. And, and it's the same thing when the, the music comes on in the background um, on the radio. I can feel and sense my sister around. When the ceiling fan is on and turns itself on, I can feel and sense my sister. And it can be the weirdest time. It can be in the middle of the night. And, and it's it's right above us. So it's not like I got up, turned it on, went back to bed, woke up, and was surprised by it. Right. It, You're not sleepwalking and hitting it, the no, button and turning it's, it on. It's on, and it will not go off unless the switch is flipped. Wow. So the, when you, you, you keep mentioning that you can feel your sister when these things happen. So I it's do. it's like, well, the you know, the ceiling fan turns on or the radio song or whatever. Um, oh, it reminds me of my sister, blah, blah, blah. You could kind of maybe pass it off. But when you say you, you feel your sister, what do. does that mean? What, what, what is that? What are the physical sensations? What's going on when that happens? So her and I were close. We grew up together. We're only two years apart. We were each other's best friend, told each other all the secrets. And um, growing up as girls, there was a lot to talk about. Um, so the same vibe and vibration that you have with someone when they're still alive, their warmth and the sound of their voice, sometimes the scent of their perfume. That is what comes back and is in the room when the song is on or when the ceiling fan kicks on. And it's like, I can feel it. It's almost as if she stands behind me or she's talking to me. Oh my gosh. That's incredible. So like actual, the smelling of the perfume and feeling her, like feeling her presence as, as the same way that you felt it when she was alive. When she was alive and in the same room with me, um, you know, this, the scent of her shampoo, the scent of her perfume, um, you know, just, just the vibration and the sensation of having a loved one with you in the room talking, that's the feeling that comes up when, when these incidents happen. That's incredible. So at the start of the show here, you talked about it in young adulthood or how you kind of had always been spiritually minded, meaning maybe maybe during that young young adult time frame, starting to question and wonder, is it just going to work? Is it just raising kids? What else am I? What was I before I was a human? And so you were developing this throughout throughout young adulthood, um, maybe earlier. And then, you know, 10 years ago, your sister passed, and then you started having these undeniable experiences. Tell us a little bit about that journey of, of, of being a young adult and feeling those spiritual tendencies, and then this thing, you know, this these sorts of things happening. What do you make of the whole of the experiences and your whole spiritual growth? 
I think over time, it just reinforced what I believed already, that yes, there is more. There is more than we can see and smell and taste or hear on this earth and, and in this life. And I think it also reinforced for me that when a loved one passes from this life, they're not gone and just away. Um, they're still around and there's still a human connection between them and us. It's just different. I don't get to hug her or hold her hand, um, but I get to listen to her favorite song when she comes to visit. Um, and I, I can, you know, see and feel her around me anyway, just in a different way. So to me, it reinforces the things that I believed in already, um, but but in more of a human and physical way. Interesting. How do you how do you live your life a little bit with this every day? One thing I struggle with is I've had these incredible experiences happen, and then you got to go get you know groceries and go to work and blah blah, blah and you're living your life. How do you cultivate it knowing that these profound things have happened you're on this spiritual path how do you how do you move in the world how do you how do you allow it to to continue to develop so to me i i almost look at it as a gift and as a as a compliment to my life i'm able to you know when i'm grocery shopping instead of worrying about how much of what we need at the house i'm able to walk through the aisles thinking about these experiences and enjoying the fact that I can still feel my sister around me. And um, so I look at them as an addition to my human life and an addition to my spirituality. And I'm open to additional signs or incidents or experiences just like these. I think you've mentioned to me in conversations in the past that you go for walks maybe after work. I do. And, and, you're, and you've been connecting, just trying to quiet yourself. You've done a lot of reading with spiritual teachers. What have you learned with those experiences? So I think what the, one of the biggest things that it did for me, and I'm, I'm grateful for it, I used to be a, a mind strong and a busy thinking person. Um, every moment of my life was spent basically in the cavity of my headspace and everything was planned out. There was a plan A, B and C for everything. Everything was in my mind. And when these incidents started to happen, I disconnected more from this constant thinking and overthinking and thinking more about everything and spend more time just experiencing and allowing these experiences to come in. So it's brought me peace. It's allowed me to calm down, to have a more peaceful um, life and, and more peaceful planning of my life. And yes, I love to walk after work. I love to be out in nature um, where I feel like I can um, spend more time with the experiences instead of in my head. No, that when you when you say I'm listening so intently, like you stop talking and then I'm just like, oh, what's what's the next question? I, when you say it's brought you peace, what where where does that lead you? I mean, I, I can see it in in as a in a human form. It brings you peace. It brings you sense. You're in a very stressful business. You know, high pace real estate. We're in crazy times right now. You've been, you know, you've had ups and downs in that business. Think, think, think. Do, do, do. But as you create that peace, what's a high? Instead of just having a little more centeredness as a human, what do you think that peace is bringing you closer to? Like that spirituality that you're talking about. Is it? Is it as you? as you move into a more of a new dimension in your life or what, what beyond just being peaceful 
in your everyday life is that bringing you that meditative kind of state that you're in it's made me value certain things more and other things less um so it makes me value my free time my alone time my quiet time and my walks over another business meeting another appointment another place to run to to get something done so i choose non-mental headspace over the busy go 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 in my head that for me it's it it's made me a completely different person which is exactly where i wanted to go it's it's bringing me closer to my spirituality and further away from my humanness Oh, geez, there's proof that our spiritual lives and our everyday human lives smash into each other continuously. Danielle is speaking so eloquently, spiritually, profoundly, and my alarm goes off on my phone because I have a business meeting in 30 minutes. Sorry about any interruption there, and we appreciate your time, Daniela. Daniela, this has been amazing. Your stories are amazing. You're amazing. Last question. What would you say to someone who is interested in this, interested in learning more, who wants to evolve spiritually? What advice would you have for them? So I really truly really believe that I'm not the only one that just has these thoughts and these feelings that there is more, <clears throat> that we're more than just a human being out there walking around doing what life expects us to do. But some of us allow those thoughts and allow themselves to follow them and investigate more. And others, some of us just don't. So if you're someone who is interested in this, who believes and has maybe experienced these things yourself, allow yourself to follow the path. You know, look up the information in this day and age, go on YouTube, read books, whatever you like, but follow that trail because I truly believe that it's what you see and what you find will enlighten you and will show you that, yes, there is more. What do you think the outcome could be if in mass more of us did this? What 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 good could come from it if, if, if it wasn't just a few people here and there experiencing these things and starting to talk about them, but in mass, if, if more people got behind this and really moved themselves forward spiritually? I think we would connect completely different as human beings on a completely different basis. And all these things that we are all occupied with every day, you know, how much more money can I make? How can I plan for retirement? How much money does my kid need for college? Or what's their career gonna be? Is all gonna fall into the background and we're just gonna connect as human beings and each other's um, experiences and, and what we go through is gonna come into the forefront. So we would be much more and better human beings to each other. So I think we can all just have a better life. Beautiful. This has been wonderful, Daniela. Thank you so much for your time. We're here at the middle of the day on a Thursday in March. You're the very first interview for this show. Thank you so much. You've been a longtime friend. I hope two years from now, we have hundreds of these stories from different people. And you, you were the first person to share it. It's courageous and bold. And you do it as I'm sitting across the table from you here. I see your, your confidence and your resolve and your peace in talking about these things. It's, it's really, it's been, it's just been an honor to listen to you talk about it. Really appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. I love sharing this with you. Thank you.
thanks again to Daniela for coming on the show, being our first guest. As I was listening to her, I, I found myself kind of getting lost. As I said, I could see her, I could see and feel her confidence and her energy. This is so much a part of her that it's it's inseparable. It's not something she can conjure. It's she is sitting quietly at my kitchen table, merely expressing her truth. And it was really inspiring. It made me think, listening to the stories about her sister, uh, a couple of quotes that she said. She said, yes, there is more. There is more than we can see, smell, and taste or hear on this earth and in this life. When a loved one passes from this life, they are not gone. They are still around and there is still a connection between them and us. How profound and incredible. And really, I found this, well, I found this quote from Eckhart Tolle kind of tying that together. Death is stripping away all that is not you. The secret of life is to die before you die and find that there is no death. I want this show to be about that, dying before we die. We often think about what happens when we pass, right? We go to heaven, we, um, our energy goes on, our soul and our spirit goes on. We try to tap into that spirituality and we think, well, I work, 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 and I do, 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 and I get through this life, and then I get to go to heaven. Given the experiences I've had and how Daniela expressed herself today, how do we translate that into our daily lives? How do we live it? How do we live with joy, live with love, feeling, not knowing, but feeling that we are infinite. Yes, when our physical human form passes, our spirits and our souls go on, and maybe we'll still be here for our loved ones that are left behind. But how do we live it every day? How do we live with awe? How can we shift our consciousness from what we're seeing every day, all day, in our daily lives to that of peace and connectedness with our neighbors and potentially and hopefully change the way we move in the world. Thank you so much for listening. Please, if you have stories, personal stories, or you know someone who has, go to our website, hardsunpodcast.com, H-A-R-D-S-U-N podcast.com. Click on the contact page. Please reach out. We want to interview you. We'd like to talk to you. Um, we are really working to build a catalog of stories uh, to, to move us forward. Thank you so much.